We're here one-on-one -on -one with Josh Jacobs, producer of the morning show, The Morning Answer on 870KRLA here in Los Angeles. And today we're going to be talking about voter apathy. <laughs> now, before we uh, focus on the topic of voter apathy here in the state of California, and particularly here in Los Angeles, um, what is it that is going to be the main focus on this Tuesday's elections here in LA? Well, the main focus is going to be re-election of seven of the 15 Los Angeles council members. So half the council members are up this time, and then in two years, the other half that aren't voted on this time will be up again along with the mayors. Now, besides the council elections, there's also some community uh, college board elections, as well as LA Unified School District board positions as well, uh, depending on which district you live in. And then finally, there's two propositions. Uh, there's Prop 1 and Prop 2, and if those propositions pass, that means that the elections or future city elections, rather than happening late winter, early spring, as well as a runoff in the, um, in the fall, I mean, not, not later in the spring, <laughs> they'd actually take place um, during the June primary and then again in the November elections, both midterm election year as well as presidential election year. Now, when it comes to voter apathy, particularly here in Los Angeles, uh, do you think the fact that there's so many measures here and the fact that L.A. is such a sprawling metropolis is a contributing factor as to the voter apathy and why the city of L.A., when it comes to non-mayoral or non-presidential or gubernatorial issues, does that contribute greatly to voter apathy here? I think a lot of it does, especially, I mean, it's not so much even the propositions, but there's so many propositions, it can get cumbersome, and a lot of people have a lot of confusion. I think more propositions fail than they do as far as passing is concerned. And one of the reasons is because there's sometimes so many that people get really confused. And there's the old adage, when in doubt, vote no, because at least it's better to have the status quo than something that, you know, maybe <laughs> it's just kind of like, what did I vote for? <laughs> what was that? Um, I'll give an example. Back in 1986, I remember there was a proposition called Prop 56. And if you voted yes on Prop 56, you'd be voting against the deep pocket law. However, the proponents who wanted to vote no on it said, if you uh, do vote yes on 56, <laughs> there's going to be toxic waste dumping in your local river. So it was like it was two different propositions with the same number. Uh, it actually did pass because more people believe the deep pocket law than the toxic waste dumping. But um, as far as, you know, just the uh, city elections are concerned, that may be the reason why people want one and two to pass. So that way you vote while there's a bigger percentage of voters during the midterm elections and then, of course, an even bigger percentage during the presidential elections. But even then, it depends on what district you're in. And the proponents or the the people who oppose those measures say it might get so cumbersome in the midterm of the presidential elections that the city measures and the city ballot stuff kind of gets overlooked and people are so overwhelmed that they might just skip out on the city election part of the ballot and just go for the national as well as the state level uh, offices that are up for election. So. You say we have so many districts, which those of us that do he live here in Los Angeles are very well aware of, and the confusion of a lot of these propositions with the vast majority of districts here, would you say it's more confusion rather than apathy? 
Yes, there is confusion. There also, I think, is apathy in the sense that oftentimes politicians say one thing and then deliver another, or they promise too many goodies and they can't deliver. <laughs> Usually it seems to be the latter of the two. Um, that's why I do admire some politicians who say, look, I can't promise you the world, but if I am elected, here's what I will do um, to try to ease that burden. I can't completely eliminate it, but oftentimes people want to have their ears tickled, and so they'll go for the person who seems to be able to offer the, the best package. So it is a combination of somebody having a good sales pitch and somebody of likability. Um, you can't have somebody elected who is not likable. It just does not happen. Uh, we've seen it with uh, presidential candidates. Um, you know, <laughs> Ronald Reagan, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, they all were likable people. Well, two of them are still alive, but <laughs> they, they had a likability that people were drawn to. Even if you, you know, didn't agree with their policies, you um, kind of think to yourself, okay, I want to have a beer with that person, <laughs> if you will. Now, what could be done to decrease voter apathy to get voters out there to vote, more, to get more voters out there uh, to improve on City of LA's 32% voter turnout? Well, I think that uh, the neighborhood council district is an important aspect of elections. Um, there are, uh, I think, about 139 different neighborhood councils in Los Angeles. So each district, on average, has about three different neighborhood councils. So there's 15, at least 45, I think, either 45 or 119. I can't remember what it is. So that's a way you can get involved locally. I think also um, there's a proposal in California to make the legislative uh, branch of government a citizen legislature which would mean that um, rather than one candidate running and the, the, the local districts would then kind of have a say as far as how a certain uh, law or measure gets voted on. That way the community gets involved so they really feel like they're being represented rather than just you know somebody voting a certain way. So I think if they made it more of a citizen legislature I think that might get people out there more. Um, I think it's important for the local uh, politician to also have town hall meetings and basically open up to questions and have open, honest dialogue. Not just, okay, what the politician wants to hear as far as questions, but somebody actually has honest questions that can you know, be able to disagree with the person. And I think also what they need to do is there, there's the social networking, there's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, I think there's, um, I think really it's oftentimes the responsibility of the politician themselves to, to actually be involved in the community, be out there, be involved, not just with photo opportunities, but actually just kind of showing up without the press around them, just showing up unsurprising. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that person was going to be there. Because too oftentimes I think politicians go out there and it's oftentimes a photo opportunity. He's got his photographers around him, he's got a nice looking suit on, he takes a brand new shovel which nobody's ever used before and shovels a piece of dirt and makes it look like, oh look, cover I the pothole. Cover the pothole. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they're dressed in a t-shirt and a Caltrans type outfit, okay, that would be something like th saying, okay, this person really is a public servant, they're willing to get their hands dirty rather than just filling a lousy pothole that's going to erode in about a week or two. 
and we were just going one-on-one -on -one with Josh Jacobs, uh, radio producer, morning producer of The Morning Answer on 870 AM here in Los Angeles. And just a reminder that uh, the polls are open throughout the city of Los Angeles and throughout the state this Tuesday, March 3rd. So uh, we do encourage you to go out there and vote. And um, it's your civics. So, um, Josh, thank you for your time. Thank you. And just everybody, go out there and vote. Uh, study the propositions for yourselves. Look up the pros and cons online. Come to your own conclusions. Uh, ask questions if you have any, either of either side. You know, just go out there and be informed. You know, and just uh, and and get the information you need to make the best choice possible. Because, you know, your vote does count. Sometimes these elections come down to just a few hundred votes. Sometimes. A few dozen votes. A few hundred votes. That might actually make the difference. You know, as we were talking about uh, voter apathy, you know, a few hundred, those few hundred, you know, that just, that one, even that, uh, that small percentage right there, because again, when it comes to the percentage of voters here, it really is that small. So, yeah, it really does make that much of a difference. Yes, it does. So get out and vote. Encourage your friends to do so. And, uh, you know, let's elect the best people we can elect.